Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. Shout hallelujah! Christ is indeed risen. I thought a victorious person, someone who has been liberated, someone who is in your era of freedom and liberty, I thought that person was going to shout your loudest hallelujah, your thunderous hallelujah, let your victory sound from your mouth. Shout hallelujah! Oh, glory to Jesus. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through Christ Jesus our Lord. Thanks be to God. He gives us the victory day after day, night after night, week after week, month after month, and this year is certainly going to be your most triumphant year ever in the name of Jesus. It will be the best year ever than any year behind you in the name of Jesus. I see you moving from glory to glory, from victory to victory, from testimony to testimony, from opportunity to opportunity. So shall it be in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank God for tonight. Every time we come together in fellowship, it is the time for somebody to encounter God in a special way and in an unusual way. He spoke about how Saul had an encounter and his story changed. The first Saul as well, in the book of Samuel, first Saul, he went to look for his father's donkey, but he had an encounter with a prophet. The prophet, the living God, his story changed. David, Bible says that the oil was poured on him. That was a moment, a moment of encounter. He, his story changed forever. The same thing happened as well for Mary. Mary had an encounter. Mary had an encounter with an, the angel and her story changed. You see, person after person, Abraham had an encounter with God. And the one who was called barren, his story changed. Zachariah had an encounter with God and his wife conceived. Story after story, encounter after encounter. There are certain encounters you have and your story changes permanently. Your situation changes permanently. There is a word on my heart, dealing dealing with adversaries of destiny. Dealing with the adversaries of destiny. I want to I want to for deal we are going to deal with adversaries. There are some there are some forces of darkness that are eating your destiny away, eating the destiny of your marriage, eating up the destiny of your family, eating up the destiny of your health, eating up the destiny of your career, your finances. Tonight we are going to release, unleash all, all out war, all out war by the power of the word of God, by the power of the Holy Ghost, and someone is going to be free. Shout freedom! Freedom! freedom. We're going to deal with some things because one of the things I am so excited and thankful to God is there is such an unstoppable, un, 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 such an unstoppable eruption of grace in, in, in this service. 
unstoppable eruption of grace. Grace is coming your way. Nothing can stop it. And you are going to have your testimony. You are going to have your healing. You are going to have your delivery. You are going to take your delivery of the delivery of your testimony, the delivery of your breakthrough, the delivery of the delivery of, of your liberty in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In Revelations chapter 11, chapter 12, verse 11, it says that, and they overcame. They overcame. Revelation, and they overcame him. Okay, you might not know who the him is talking about. Let's look at from verse 9. It will make a bit of sense. Yes, that is the dragon. So the Bible says that, so the great dragon was cast out. That is the serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. <laughs> you see what Satan does? Deceive the whole world using every means, media, sports, entertainment, fashion, politics, food, uh, uh, education. Deceiving the whole world. As you know, First John chapter 5, verse 19, the whole world lies under the sway of the evil one. The whole world. The whole world lies under the sway of the evil one. This evil one. All right, back to Revelation. He says that, and they, the great dragon was cast out. The serpent of old, called the devil, Satan, who deceived the whole world, was cast to the earth, and he and uh, his and his angels cast out with him. Look at verse ten. The Bible says that, and I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, "Now salvation and strength, and the kingdom of our God, and his uh, and the power of his Christ have come." For the accuser of the brethren, who accuses them before our God day and night, has been cast down. Watch this. That's the devil has been cast down. And they overcame the devil, him, by the blood of the lamb. Say the blood of the lamb. The blood of the lamb. And not just the blood of the lamb. They overcame the devil by the blood of the lamb and the word of their... Uh, uh, the, uh, and, and they overcame the devil by the blood and the word of their testimony. They overcame the devil by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives uh, to death. So there is a word, there is a place, testimony, a major role, testimony plays in bringing victories. Yeah. There is a major role, testimony plays in bringing victories. Testimony play, testimony play a role in delivering somebody's victories. So that is why we give, there are things that um, allow the anointing to flow. There are certain things. If you want to catch an anointing, I'm even going ahead of myself, to deal with the devil, one of the ways to deal with the enemy is anointing. It's anointing. In Isaiah chapter 10, verse 25, for yet a very little while and the indignation shall cease. As will my anger, as will my anger in their destruction, the indignation, anything that is look. Uh, let, let's look at NIV. Very soon, my anger against you will end, and my wrath will be will be uh, directed to their distractions. Whatever we have done to break the law of God, that is bringing indication, the indignation. Bible says that a little while it shall cease. Back to King James and the next verse. The next verse. It says that, and the Lord of hosts, the Lord of hosts will stir up 
a scourge for him like the slaughter of me of Midian at the rock of Oreb, at the rock of Oreb, and his rod was on the sea. So will he lift up, uh, lift it up in the manner of Egypt. The verse, the next verse, says, and it shall it shall come to pass in that day that his burden will be taken off your shoulder, and the yoke and the yoke from your neck and the yoke will be destroyed how because of the anointing oh king james says because of the anointing is yeah. the anointing is the same the anointing or oh, your yeah, anointing the yoke there is an anointing that comes upon you anointing destroys the yoke the devil can't stand anointing the devil can't stand anointing the devil can't stand anointing and there, this is just to uh, before we get into a testimony one of the ways anointings are released to release anointing to provoke anointing there are one or two ways to provoke anointing number one to provoke anointing you have to want it you have to crave it you have to desire it number two to provoke an anointing to provoke an anointing number one you have to desire number 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 two it comes through impartation impartation so sometimes laying on of hands Sometimes hands are laid on you, or sometimes as you hang around an anointed person, or you keep listening to an anointed person, like I keep listening to Bishop David Oyedepo, I keep listening to Bishop Dagi, what means I keep listening to uh, Archbishop Dankawule, Abdiakofi, and Ishtu. These are the people that, and others, but these are key core people, and as I listen, I tap into the grace that is upon their lives. Impartation, you catch anointing through impartation. You catch anointing through impartation. You, the more you keep hearing, Bible says that, and the Spirit entered me. The Spirit entered me when He spake. As I'm speaking, somebody is catching an anointing. Somebody is catching an impartation. The, the Spirit, the Spirit entered me when He spoke to me. Jesus puts it this way: The words I speak in Luke in John chapter six verse sixty-three. The words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life as i speak he said is the spirit uh, the word that i speak to you are spirit the words are spirit as he spake the spirit entered me whilst peter yet spake these words acts chapter 10 verse 44 i don't know the thing is coming whilst peter yet spake these words the holy ghost fell on who those who heard the word those who were hearing there, there is something that happens when you hear an anointed voice when you hear an anointed voice some of us we only listen to all kinds of stuff you must begin to expose yourself to keep hearing an anointed voice especially the agent and the the, the anointed vessel god has sent to you to polish your life and to 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 bring the glory of god upon your life keep hearing keep hearing keep keep faith comes by hearing and so he said the spirit entered into me as i heard him so one of the ways that we catch anointing is through impartation and impartation comes i i, I as we hang around the 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 vessel the anointed vessel the impartation that's why bible says that they when elijah started working with elijah the people said hey look the anointing or the spirit of elijah does in second Kings chapter 2 verse 15 somewhere there the spirit of elijah does rest upon elisha <laughs> now when the sons of the prophets who were from jericho saw him they said ah the spirit of Elijah dot rest on Elisha. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah! 
the spirit on Elijah doth rest upon Elijah. They saw that it has come. The guy was moving with him and he caught the impartation. He caught the anointing. I see you catching an anointing. Amen. I see you catching an impartation in the name of Jesus. And number three, through prophetic declarations. Prophetic declarations. As you hear prophetic declaration, anointing is coming. Anointing is released for your healing. Anointing is released for your breakthrough. Anointing is released for your promotion. Anointing is released for your liberty. We need to deal deal with adversaries of destinies. Adversaries of destiny. Some of us are here and the devil is eating something in your life. It's eating away your destiny. The destiny of your marriage. Is eating away the destiny of your health, eating away the destiny of your family, your family peace. Satan manages to impose all kinds of things on your life to eat away. There are evil forces who, in fact, Jesus told the parable of how Esau went to sow good seeds. But when, whilst men slept, Matthew chapter 13, Verse 24, that was, he said, but whilst men, verse 27 said, whilst men slept, an enemy came in and sowed tears. While men slept. So, but while, verse 25, an enemy came and sowed tears among the wheat. Meanwhile, so that when the servant of the master went to go and tend the, uh, the crops, they saw that ne- Tears are growing. They, they, they said, no. They said, there's not thou so good seeds in thy field. From whence then has it, uh, has it tears? Where is this tears? Where are these tears coming from? And the master said, an en- oh my God, an enemy has done this. An enemy has done this. Some of you, some of the things that are going on in your life, no. Is from the tonight every curse, a generational curse, ancestral curse, curse from men, curse from anywhere that is high is trying to hijack your destiny. Tonight the curse must be reversed, the curse must be cancelled, the curse must be broken in the name of Jesus. Amen. Any curse on your life, any force of darkness that has sat on your destiny. You know, your destiny is supposed to blossom. Why is your destiny supposed to blossom? Because we are children of light. Bible says that um, you are the light. Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 and 14, 15. It says, you are the light, you are the salt of this world, and you are the light of this world. So we believers are the salt of this world, and we are the light of this world. Salt of the earth and salt of uh, light of the world. It simply means that we are we are meant to blossom in life. We are meant to do well in life. We are meant to blossom. We are meant to be a, the the go to people where people want to know how to do it. We are meant to be. Is that the light is 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 supposed to be like pace setter. It's supposed to be shining. Why is it that many believers? are still living in darkness and living in frustration and living in non-achievement and living in their destinies have been hijacked by forces of darkness 
this afternoon, as I was getting ready and meditating and praying for today's service, God told me I should pray. Somebody needs to remind me. I, I, I should pray for anybody. There are people who have been having dreams of entities coming to uh, sleep with you in your dream. Sleep with, and it's like, it's been going on. It's been going. There's a particular lady on this platform. Just last, last night, it was very bad. It was very bad. When you woke up of your, uh, from the sleep, you could see all kinds of things around you on the bed. It, it was physical signs of the uh, dream activities in the dream. The enemy has tried to hijack your marital destiny, tried to hijack your reproductive destiny, has tried to hijack your, your career. But tonight, anything that is eating away your destiny or sitting that has sat on, Satan has come to sit on your destiny. Has come. He, he's, 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 sitting, he's, he's sitting on your destiny. The, the devil is a liar. We unseat the force of darkness of your destiny in the mighty name of Jesus. Every force of darkness we unseat. So, number one, we, why are we supposed to blossom? Because by redemption, we are meant to blossom. By redemption. Number two, we are the children of Abraham. We are the seed. Bible says that those who are in Christ are the seeds of Abraham. In Galatians chapter 2 and Galatians chapter 3, 27 and 2, 9. It talks about how if you are of faith, then you are Abraham's seed. Those who are Galatians chapter 3, it, it talks about um, uh, and if you are in Christ, then you are Abraham's seed. If you are if ye are Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. You are, so every promise God gave to Abraham, you are bona fide, uh, you are, uh, you are bona fide beneficiary. You are entitled to it. You are entitled to it. And so now listen to what God told Abraham in Genesis chapter seventeen verse six. He says that out of your loins, out of you, Abraham, Genesis chapter seventeen verse six. He said, out of you um, shall come out. Kings and nations, I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of you. So, what comes out of Abraham is supposed to be nations and kings. <laughs> you are supposed to be powerful. You are supposed to be, we are supposed in Christ, we are supposed to be uh, uh, persons to be reckoned with, forces to be reckoned with. In our communities, in our universities, in our businesses, in our industries, in our homes, in our families, we are supposed to be forces to be reckoned with. Forces. I became born again, and my my brother also eventually became born again. God changed my brother and saved his life. My brother, at a point in time, there was a challenge for him to be together with his wife and um, even to have... Uh, I have a child after 10 years of marriage. But he, he's connected to a force. God, who the hand of God is on. And so I said, no, that cannot continue in my family. The wife was together, together peacefully and blessed two children straight. <laughs> Not twins. One after the other. God, my, my, my sister is so deep in Christ. So deep in Christ, doing fantastic. She's like, she, I mean, the center of the church. She's doing so well in her business. God is blessing her. I mean, when you are in Christ, and it's affecting Pastor Wo's sister, one, one of the key people in their churches, in, in her church, doing well. 
Dream. When you are con see, because of our status in Christ, it begins to affect people around us because we are forces to be reckoned with. Well, I mean, yeah, when, when there's anything, uh, the other time my mom was feeling well, she called me. That son, speak over my life. I spoke and things started changing. Oh. <laughs> Hallelujah! 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 You are a force to be reckoned with. So Satan can sit on your, on your destiny. Satan can sit on your destiny. Devils can sit on your destiny. I, de- I, I, I decree you free. I declare you free. You are. You have the liberty to rise. You have the liberty to do well. Every force of darkness sitting on your destiny. We deal with all adversaries of destiny in the name of Jesus. Number three reason why we are supposed to blossom is Bible says in Isaiah chapter two and Micah chapter four from verse. And two, three, four talks about how in the end times the house of the Lord will be exalted and people will be rushing in. People will see the, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted above all the hills. The mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted above all the hills, and people will see it and run into it. He says that, uh, uh, no, 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 not Genesis, oh. no, Isaiah. <laughs> but okay let's go to the Micah one but in the last days it shall come to pass that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established in the top of the mountains and it shall be exalted above all hills and people shall flow into it it's like anything that is connected to the church once we read the church things connected to us will do well the same thing as I to too it shall come to pass in the last day that the mountain of the lost house shall be established on the top of the mountains and it shall be exalted above all hills and all nations shall flow into it that is our testimony so by this prophetic declaration by the fact that by the, the mere fact of redemption and the fact that we are children of Abraham we are supposed to be reigning in life and doing well and our destinies are supposed to be intact but why is it that people have been born again? See, since you, from the very moment you become born again, watch this, this is very important. From the very moment you become born again, you enter into an era of freedom, an era of liberty. So the fact that you haven't seen the freedom, you haven't seen the liberty, you haven't seen the blessings, does not mean you, it, they don't exist. Just that you haven't identified how to access and provoke it and make it happen. So that's what we are dealing with tonight. That... They are cases. Oh, Kadima, Ikurika in Namashike, Ilai Kulebahanda, Ibukuhundani at the Kakuriata, Ileskuria da Kabreke, Ileka Iraka, Iburuko Tondeliada. Every force of darkness sitting over your family and ravaging people's lives in your family, it, it stops from this moment. We terminate its influence. Every force of darkness influence be. Terminated, be broken, be broken, be broken, be broken, be broken in the name of Jesus. Anything that stopped your father from today can't stop you anymore and yes. stop Amen. your son. Anything that stopped your mother, that stopped your grandmother, that stopped your aunties, that is trying, that has been operating and stopping you in the past. From tonight, from this moment, this is a moment of encounter. It's a moment of liberation, moment of freedom, moment of, of, of power. Yes. There is eruption. There is an unstoppable eruption of grace, eruption of power in this place. They can't stop you. The mere fact that you are in Christ, you can exercise your dominion. You can exercise your dominion. Now, quickly, so it's important to understand that 
In, in, in First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 9 says that a great and effectual door is open, but many are the adversaries. So even though the door has been opened for you, to, it's like a prison break to move out of that prison to your family, existing in your background. It's like a great and effectual, but there is an adversary. Something is opposing you. And tonight we have to deal with those adversaries of destiny. Dealing with the adversaries of your destiny, the adversaries of your marital destiny, the adversaries of your health destiny, the adversary of your of your uh, family destiny with your children. Why? Why? Why is it that you can't produce your children? The devil is a liar. The adversary of your progress, adversaries of your progress. We are going to deal with it in prayer. We are going to deal with it in prayer. Number one, how do we do we deal with it? This kind of cases. Adversaries, satanic siege, satanic holds, satanic bondages over people's destinies. How do we deal with it? I spoke about it the first part before the testimony. It takes anointing. And I showed you how to access how the anointing is accessed. Number two, and I'll end. It takes a certain level of light. I want to explain it. Because, you know, we are talking about Ephesians uh, chapter 6, verse 13. He said, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against what? Principalities, against powers, against rulers, against, uh, against uh, principalities, against powers, against rulers of what? The darkness of this world. The darkness of this world. Darkness of this world. We, we, we are wrestling against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Rulers of the darkness of this world. That's what we are, we are dealing with. We are wrestling against rulers of the darkness of this world. And so, if you are dealing with darkness, what overcomes darkness is light. Light. Now, in, Matthew, in Luke chapter 22, verse, I think, 23. No, Luke chapter 22, verse... Um, Verse 53, yeah. Luke 22, 53. Look at what the Bible says. Put it on the screen, please. It says that this is Jesus talking to Judas. When it was, uh, um, uh, when I was daily with you in the temple, he, uh, talking to the, those who are coming to get him, he said, when I was daily with you in the temple, he stretched forth no hands against me. But but this, this is your hour, the, the power of darkness. You see, so it was darkness that when the, it's time for the power of darkness, it's like they dominate. Jesus said, This is your hour, it's the power of darkness. He was dealing with the power of darkness, but it was working for the purpose of God. And so we are dealing with the rulers of the darkness of this age. That's what is sitting on your family, sitting on your marriage, sitting on your peace. Some of us, you know. A friend of mine some time ago said something. Satan will create a sickness, give it, gives it a medical explanation. <laughs> but because the research lab, the uh, microscopes, they don't see demons. So the, the demons behind it, but they will know. Microscopes don't, it's not in the realm of the physical. So Satan will create a health challenge and give it a medical explanation. They say, oh, one day he was just, he just felt pain in his neck and very strangely uh, they took him to the hospital he died they killed him that the enemy had killed somebody but the medic the, the, the autopsy or the cor uh, the coroner was able to explain this is why the cause of death satan will call will kill somebody and generate a cause of death 
<laughs> you will live long in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, so it is important to understand we are dealing with the forces of darkness. So Ephesians chapter, sorry, um, um, Romans chapter 13 verse 14, it says that put on the armor of light. Ah, did you see that? He said, put on, uh, put, put you on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision. Uh, verse 12, sorry, verse 12 rather. Uh, the night is fast spent, the day is ahead. Le let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. Did you see that? And put on the armor what, of light. To fight, you need the armor of light. Because we are dealing with darkness and you need light. If the problem is darkness, then the solution is light. The solution is light. In John chapter 1, he said, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. Verse 5, the, John 1, the light shines in darkness, and darkness could not resist the light. Darkness, by King James said, com comprehended it not. And darkness could not handle the light. Darkness can't handle the light. And so, to be able to deal with that grim darkness from your background that is holding you captive, to deal with all these satanic, satanic uh, adversaries against your destiny, how do you now exercise the light? How do you exercise light? Light is the word of God. Mm -hmm. Light. The word of God. Bible says that in Psalm, Psalm 119 verse 130. Psalm 119 verse 130. It says, the entrance of your word gives light. The entrance of your word gives light. The entrance of thy word gives light. Thy word, Psalm 119 verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. So the word of God is the light. The word of God is the light we need. And so the more the word of God comes into you, the more you open up yourself to receive the word of God, to practice the word of God, to engage in the word of God, the more you do that, the more you do that, the more you are able to have mastery and authority over the works of darkness. And not just that, revelation of God's word is very important. So you have to be able to have a revelation of God's word. For instance, once you understand who you are in God's word, the word of God is water. It's like water. So when you go on, it's like a mirror. You, you see your true self in the word of God and you live like that. So when you have revelation in God's word about who you are, Satan will stop harassing you. Mm. Once you know who you are, as you read the Bible, you say, ah, this, is this who I am? Why am I afraid of the devil? One of the ways, who are we in Christ? You see, in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6, it says that he raised us and made us sit Far um, in heaven, together in heaven, place Christ Jesus. So, if you are born again, where are you seated? You are seated. Oh, hallelujah! He raised, he and has raised us up uh, together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Where are we seated? In heavenly places. So, where Christ is seated, that's where we are operating from. But look, look at chapter 1, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 20. This power that raised Christ. Who wrote, uh, which he wrote in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and sit, watch this, and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Where is Christ seated? In the heavenly places. Where is Christ seated? I can't hear you. In the heavenly places. Now look at the next verse. He's seated in the heavenly places. Far, oh, above principalities and above power, 
might, dominion, every name that is named, not only in this world, but in the world to come. Not now. Even things that are to come. We are far above those powers. Oh, hallelujah. Now, when you discover yourself above that demonic sickness that Satan wants to put over you, you know who you are. When the revelation comes, when the light comes, and where we are, where we are seated in heaven, Satan can win in heaven. In Revelation chapter 12, verse 7, Bible says that the dragon fought, and an angel, and my Michael and his angels also fought. And there was war in heaven. There was war where? There was war where? There was war, war where? There was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought against the, his angel, and fought and his angels. Look at verse 8. Oh, are you ready for this? And prevailed not. He couldn't prevail in heaven. And there was no place found anymore in heaven. There was, the uh, uh, neither was their, sorry, neither was their place found anymore in heaven. The devil can't prevail. So where we are seated, he does not prevail there. Oh, I feel like preaching to somebody. Where we are seated, Satan doesn't prevail there. Where we are seated, he doesn't prevail there. So if we can use your heavenly status to enforce your victory on the earth, you will see the manifestation. You will see the manifestation. No, no, no force of darkness has the right to sit on your destiny anymore. No adversary, demonic adversary, has the right to sit on your marital testimony, your, your marital destiny. You are receiving your miracle this year. It's that as you walk in light and you begin to declare and force your heavenly status on earth. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Satan could not prevail in heaven. And we are seated in heaven far above witches, far above principalities, far above powers. You are not going to be a victim anymore. The yeah, last yeah. time you were victimized will be the last time ever you saw victimization. In the name of Jesus, I decree, I confront witches, I confront powers, I confront devils, I confront witches, I confront devils, yeah. I confront powers, I confront enchanters. In the name of Jesus, I confront demons, I confront forces of darkness sitting on your destiny. I confront them. I confront them. I confront that force of darkness sitting on your health, sitting on your health. I confront it. I confront it. And I release you. I release you. I release you. I release every captive in the name of Jesus. Every captive, every captive, anyone Satan has held captive. I declare you are released. I declare you are released. I declare you are released. I declare you are released in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Caris Church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.